Welcome to the Geo Show. I am your host and master of ceremonies, GOP. And today we're doing a review. Um, I think you've noticed we've been doing a lot of reviews as of now. And uh, yeah, I noticed it's a bit of a cop out, but I haven't really got, I'm going to be honest. I'll be, like to be honest with the listeners. Haven't gotten a lot of interviews, but you know what? It's my show. I call the shots. I'm going to be honest, but we're doing a review. And of course, as always, I try to have a guest on with the reviews. And I am joined by a good friend of my, Derek Simpson. He is a fellow uh, broadcaster. Um, he's he's actually got quite the following on Twitter. He has some hot takes, as uh, most people on Twitter do. And uh, welcome to the show, Derek. Great to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me, Gio. I'm uh, more than happy to be here talking about an Eddie Murphy film today. Uh, of guy I'm a I'm a big fan of. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of have a bit of a Twitter following. I just talk about the Leafs and a lot of people on Twitter talking about the Leafs. So, well, we're, we're certainly not going to be talking about the Leafs today, unfortunately, but uh, we're going to be talking about a 1996 Eddie Murphy picture called The Nutty Professor. The Nutty Professor is a 1996 comedy directed by Tom Shidiak and produced by Brian Grazer and Russell Simmons. The movie stars Eddie Murphy as the overweight Professor Sherman Klump. Sherman's work at a college lab leads him to discover a formula which can change the drinker's DNA to come completely skinny. After a disastrous date with the love interest of the film, Carla Purdy, played by Jada Pinkett Smith, I just had to come over here and introduce myself because I followed your work for many years and I'm a big fan. Oh, well, thank you very much. I'm flatter, uh, flattered that you, you've been following my work the way you have. <laughs> Sherman becomes the guinea pig himself and becomes the skinny and conceited Buddy Love, who slowly destroys Sherman's life. Oh God, I'm thin, I'm thin, I'm thin, I'm thin, I'm thin, oh! All the while, Sherman is pressured by the dean of the college, Dean Richmond, played by Larry Miller, to get a wealthy alumni to fund the school's science department, or Clump is cut. Murphy also plays all of Sherman's dysfunctional families dubbed the Clumps, possibly the biggest hit of the film. Sherman, I cooked all this food. Is that all you gonna eat? Hey, 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 what's wrong with you? You supposed to eat that thing, not scalp it. Well, daddy, all the uh, calories in the chicken are found in the skin and in the fat, so I peel Now, what you talking about? That's where all the fat and calories is. You know where that come from? Watching that damn TV. The film was a huge commercial success and made more than four times its budget in the box office. What not a lot of people know was that the film was actually a remake of Jerry Lewis's film, also titled The Nutty Professor, which was released in 1963. Neither I nor Derek have seen this version yet. Interestingly enough, Jerry Lewis actually served as an executive producer on this version, but was actually not a fan and was quoted saying that his original was the true version of the film and he wasn't a fan of the fart jokes. You want your colon clean? Fine, I'm gonna clean mine. Yeah, now my colon is clean. I'm talking squeaky clean. I gave Derek the task of watching the film. Um, this was actually, uh, I believe, your first time watching it. What was your ex ex expectation uh, jumping into the movie? So I, I was expecting uh, a, a pretty funny movie, and I thought it would be really good, not much of a story. Um, I wasn't really a big fan of it, actually, which is surprising because really? I really like Eddie Murphy, you know, Dr. Doolittle, Beverly Hills Cop, big fan of those movies. But uh, this, I kind of felt like uh, it was ridiculous, but it wasn't quite ridiculous enough to be mm -hmm. hilarious. Like Norbit, Norbit was absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, I thought, was just kind of a little bit out there, but not quite far enough that it had me laughing a ton. 
Oh yeah, this this one's more focused more on a plot, I find. But um, I do have a bit of a polar opposite uh, to your review. I think it's one of my favorite films. In fact, I would even... I, I would, I'm not sure what you would put with ranking of it, but I would even put the film on top of Norbit. And I wouldn't, I'd say that it was, I would say it's funnier, but I'd say that the added storyline adds a lot that I'd say was desired in Norbit. I'm curious to hear your take on that. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say you're incorrect, especially when you consider, I mean, the blatant stereotypes and such yeah. in Norbit. Uh, it hasn't quite aged well. Um, I just found, you know, it was kind of weird. I, I didn't really know what the Nutty Professor was going for and what audience it was kind of trying to capture because it kind of had that storyline that was almost like a feel-good kids movie ending. Yeah. And it had a lot of kids jokes in it, like a lot of fart jokes and a lot of things like that. But I didn't quite, I didn't quite get like it had a lot of adult humor as well and scenes with a lot of sex and things like that. Oh yeah. So to me, it just kind of tried to do two things. And by trying to do both, I thought it didn't really do either very well. I feel, I wouldn't really call it a lowbrow humor, but I feel like they do, it, it does fluctuate a lot in the film. Like, um, but um, what would you say? Cause I guess more of a less, I wouldn't say less of more of a negative, but more of a, uh, on a uh, kind of mixed review from you, but what would you say would, would you really enjoyed about the movie? Oh, 100% Dave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. Dave Reggie. Chappelle as um, Reggie, he yeah. was so funny. And I know it's not nice, it, but it's just a movie when he was making fun of Eddie Murphy as the fat character. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was so funny. And his jokes, like I've been hearing your, your, your mama jokes like forever. <laughs> and a lot of those were ones I had never heard before. You's living on me. Oh, oh, you living on Reggie. It's your teeth, Reggie. I don't know whether to smile at you or kick a field goal, man. <laughs> hey, Reggie, it's good. It's all good. And they were they were really good. Oh, yeah. To me, uh, Dave Chappelle would be funny in anything, I think. So uh, I'm just a big Chappelle fan, and maybe that's why. But uh, he was oh, yeah. definitely the star of the movie for I, me, even though he had limited screen time. And I feel that's that was like one of the perfect things because you get this because it's a funny scene, but you get this kind of he kind of comes in. I wouldn't really call him a villain of the movie, just more of a bit of a jerk. But you kind of he kind of gets his payoff when uh, when he returns as as Buddy Love. And I think that's that that was a fantastic scene, just um, a classic for the movie. Now. I want to talk about something interesting about the movie. One thing that I particularly enjoy myself, probably, and I think a lot of people know, it's one of the biggest parts of the movie. This movie introduces a series of characters called the Clumps. It's basically Eddie Murphy or Sherman Clump's family, all portrayed by Eddie Murphy, and it's cut together. So, And I have to say, one of the best parts of the movie, and I'll tell you why, because I think that these characters, they're, they're, they don't add anything to the storyline. You could completely remove the clumps from the movie and still have a fluent and, and straightforward movie that you can understand. But I think personally, they, he did such a great job playing them and they're such funny characters. And that humor comes from the fact that he's playing them all. You could have gotten any other actor to play all those characters and you could could have gotten individual actors to play all those characters 
but it's absolutely hilarious seeing him take on each individual character um doing doing making them have the banter and the and the interactions that these characters have for me are funny and they feel so genuine. Why is it the woman always get the choice where it's gonna be married? Well, that's tradition. Well, tradition my ass. Look, I ain't gonna pay for everybody to fly to North Chicago. You know how much plane tickets cost? Nah, I old we cheap bastard. We're gonna have to drive down there. I'm not down there. Chicago. Chicago. Gonna drive and it's, it's for me, it's crazy that like he, he, it's just such an amazing job. And it's just the, the fact that like, I don't think a lot of actors would go in and go, to do each individual role themselves. I know a lot of other actors have kind of done that in their films in the past, but him doing that was just chef's kiss. Uh, one of the best parts of the movie, I think. And I think it's just that aspect of playing all these characters, just hilarious to me. I'm curious, what do you think of that? Yeah, and I, I feel like it would have been an even bigger deal in 1996 when mm -hmm. we didn't quite have amazing technology. I, I thought it was really funny too. I mean, the dinner scene um, when... Uh, he brings the girl over for dinner. I thought that was really funny, uh, especially the grandma. I mean, no one expects inappropriate <laughs> comments like she was making from their grandma. And what I thought was crazy, and I don't know if you knew this, but uh, I looked it up and I was I was amazed at this. Eddie Murphy also plays, uh, at the start, there's uh, that fitness tape where it's playing mm -hmm. the Macho yeah. Man song. Yeah. He plays the white guy that is yeah. the fitness instructor. That is crazy. That blew me away. I know. It's... It it was one of the things because you kind of know that he does like the rest of the clumps, but I remember discovering that later on. Like that must be a mistake. That must've been a joke or something. And it's like, I had no idea that was him. And he does. And it, it just shows he does such a fantastic job of getting into these characters. And just that is hilarious. Like he, he could have gotten someone else to do that. He could have gotten anyone to do that, but he did it. And I think that's just, that just adds to the kind of craziness of, of just the, like he plays, I think like seven characters, including that character in this film. And it's, it's nuts. It's wild. Oh yeah. It's, it's absurd. It's definitely very cool. What'd you say about the, um, the effects in the movie? Because as, as you guessed, there's kind of uh, scenes where, Eddie Murphy transforms from this overweight man into this skinny man. And there's this spoiler alert for 1996 nutty professor, but there's this huge scene at the end where he's, um, he's transforming like between the two characters and there's, there's all this CGI and his body's like, uh, um, manipulating, or I'm not sure if the, that's not the right word, but it's his body's like contorting into all these weird shapes and stuff. And it's just, what do you think of the effects? Because personally for me, I think that the effects of, although they were done nineties, literally in the nineties, I think they hold up pretty decent there because I feel like now as, as the recording date of 2021, we are extremely spoiled with CGI effects and like what can be done with computers and like adding things in. But I feel like at least for the time and even now, I'd say they still kind of hold up. They're not the worst I've seen, but they're pretty good. Yeah, I guess you could say they kind of hold up. I mean, compared to what we would see now, not mm -hmm. the greatest, but definitely like this was a pretty, I think, big budget film at the time, mm -hmm. right? So it, I, I think it's reasonably well done. And you also have to remember, it's kind of a, a, a stupid comedy. So mm -hmm. no one's really going to be offended if the animation's not the greatest, even though of I course. thought it was really good. Speaking of the, um, the, the budget of the film, something interesting is that the film actually 
uh, had a $54 million budget for the time. And it actually made back in the box office $274 million. So almost more than more than quadruple of what the film originally had in its budget, which is amazing, which um, I guess just goes to show how popular this kind of film or how different, like surprising this was in at the time. And I guess kind of why Eddie Murphy did a lot more of those kind of um, character piece movies similar to uh, Nutty Professor and Norbit. But yeah, it's... Um, We've we kind of touched about uh, kind of things we liked, but what what would you say? I know you mentioned the humor, but what would you say? Is there anything else in the movie that you just didn't like? Like, I mean, the, the humor for me would have to be the number one. I know we did touch on that, but I felt like the jokes were just kind of cheap at times, and mm-hmm. there wasn't really any build up to them. They were just kind of the jokes happened. It was immediate, and that was that. They weren't relevant to the plot. There wasn't really any irony to them or anything, mm-hmm. which you would like to see, especially from a guy like Eddie Murphy, who's very talented. Uh, you'd like to see the jokes to be a little bit funnier. Yeah. I I have to say there, there are a few that will fall flat. I have to say a lot of them are, um, there's a character uh, named Dean Richmond, who is the Dean of the college that uh, Sherman Klump uh, works at. And he, he kind of, every time you see him, he kind of does like a similar, he kind of takes a jab at him for being fat and you know it's it that that's i think i do agree those are the ones that fall the flattest for me because it's kind of like haha fat comfy quiet anything i can get for you juice coffee rack of lamb no sir i'm fine and then the the scene continues which i do feel has its merits like i think the whole thing is just kind of like because he needs because i think just trying to give him that kind of trying to show that he's unhappy with his size and other people are unhappy with his size, but um, definitely those are, are probably the worst in the film and probably age the worst. And I think just the whole character, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on him. I think that whole character is probably one of the worst in the film because even, even you see the interactions that he has with other characters, the interactions that he has with the uh, rich alumni are probably the cringiest um, in the entire film, just of him trying to kiss his ass to get that uh, million $10 million. But uh, curious to hear your take on that. Yeah, and I mean, I don't think we're supposed to like him, so mm-hmm. uh, I, I didn't either, but... Um... I really, really enjoyed when uh, the hamster pooped in his coffee and then he drank it. I thought that was great. But I think he does a good job of kind of playing the bad guy in the movie. Of, mm-hmm. You know, you need to get this money or else. So he, he does his job and we're not supposed to like him. And well, we don't. So I guess they did that right. I don't know. It's I feel like still going. I want to jump back to the humor, but I don't know. It's it's I feel like it's. um for me it's a stupid movie like i realize it's a very stupid movie and i think that i i like i like the message that it's trying to convey the kind of uh that they kind of push about like you know you be happy as the size you are and not to worry i think that's a good message and definitely as, as mentioned before when that kind of norbit kind of steps on and crumples up but um i think that I think they did a decent job with trying to kind of push that message as kind of like, you know, the villainous character, Buddy Love being uh, the skinny guy because he he goes, 
Sherman has this kind of a monologue at the end of the movie saying, oh, that's what I thought everybody wanted me to be. Because he's like, he's, he's trying to have his confidence, but his confidence ends up making him a big jerk. And I think, I think they did that pretty well. But um, I have to say, I think the stupid comedy is what makes it best because I, I, I'm a fan of some intellectual comedy every once in a while. But I think the stupidness is what, what draws me towards it because it's just something you can kind of sit down and kind of have some mindless entertainment to enjoy. Not that it's not mindless, but it's just something that you can kind of just say, let's let's just put on something. Um, and there's um, definitely some good slapstick in it for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, the scene with the hamsters is hilarious to me and that's that's the opening scene and i mean you know when uh sherman is just falling over and knock knocking over things because he's big that's funny too but uh you know from someone like eddie murphy at times you want to see something a bit more developed yeah exactly um, to kind of jump to ratings because i'm curious uh, to hear what you, what you thought of this we usually do out of five what would you give the movie out of five if you had to rate it I know it's, it's, it sounds like I'm being a little hard on it, but I, I overall enjoyed watching the movie and I thought it was pretty good. I, I'd give it a, probably a three stars out of five. So not my favorite, but all around a decent movie. Um, for myself, um, I have to be honest, this is a very nostalgic film for me. It was, it was quite funny because um, uh, my grandfather, um, my Italian grandfather didn't know too much English. He saw this movie back when it came out. And this was like a, the funniest thing ever, you know, the, just, just watching Eddie Murphy in a fat suit fart in a the theater was hilarious. And, you know, I have to kind of agree with that. And maybe it's because I also watched the film. I watched this as at a young age. I remember I watched it for the first time, maybe when I was seven or eight years old, and maybe that's my nostalgic connect to it. But it's not a perfect movie. It's not the the funniest movie in the world, but I have to say I, I do really enjoy it. I think as far as comedy films go that try to kind of tackle these subjects, there are movies that are, to rephrase, I mean, there are movies that are worse. And I think that despite having, I'd say, a bit of some problems with the plot and obviously like characters and stuff, I think that... It's still a very solid movie. I would say that the effects are still kind of good. They're pretty good digital effects for the time. And I would have to give this a rating. I would give it a 4.5. Wow. Which is which is very healthy, uh, a very wealthy rating um, from me because I just, I just really enjoyed this film. And I think that... Compared to, I, I am I am a big fan of Eddie Murphy's filmography, but uh, compared to other films that he did, um, I mean, after around, at least Eddie Murphy films that came out when I was uh, watching it, like ones that I think came out during my lifetime, I have to say that this is one of his, I would say one of his best. I would even go as far to say one of his best, yes. I mean... I'm I haven't seen all of his movies so maybe I'll just see the one and go oh my god that's amazing but I do think that he did a really amazing job with this movie and I think the dedication with the suits and the different characters is is admirable because you know you could have I I think personally I don't know I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of mil- buttering this movie up but it's definitely one that I'd have to have to say is I would say 
put it, I would put it in my top 10 favorite comedy films if I had to make a list, which is very ambitious and kind of a parallel view, but I, I really enjoyed it. And I have to say if, I don't know, it's, it's just, it's a nice movie. It's a nice kind of mindless thing to watch when you're down. I mean, I, I wa- the last time I watched a while ago is I was kind of down as I don't, I don't want to say depressed, but I was just kind of, you know, had that quarantine feeling and I just, and it was on TV and I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And it was amazing seeing it again. Cause I completely forgot about the movie itself. And then, you know, I, I think, you know, there could have been things done better, but I, I personally have to say it's a solid, solid movie and I enjoyed it myself. Yeah. And I think the uh, nostalgia factor of a movie like this can be huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, Norbit is considerably dumber than than this i watched that first when i was probably seven or eight and mm-hmm. that's still one of the funniest movies i've seen it's mm-hmm. uh, we just quoted it so much as kids so i can imagine the the nutty professor would be very much the same for oh yeah someone that age and i'd like to i'd like to ask would you say if you had the chance to watch um, let's like the movie's fresh in your mind let's say you haven't watched those both norbit and the nutty professor in a couple of years if you had the chance to watch one completely fresh uh, again to kind of watch would would you would you go for norbit or would you go for the nutty professor what would you uh, would you go for well that's a tough one i think i would have to go with norbit just wow. because of how out there it is. I mean, neither of them would touch my top Eddie Murphy film, even though I know yours is The Nutty Professor, which is pretty <laughs> impressive. But I probably have to go with Coming to America or Beverly Hills Cop. I don't know if you've seen those, but I have seen Coming to America, and I've seen. I think that's a very good movie. I I would put it on a similar par to Nutty Professor. I have not seen Beverly Hills Cop, so maybe we'll have to return and check that one out on the podcast. I would definitely definitely in, uh, be interested to check that one out i think it's a product of its time though both of these films and maybe i can wrap them in that into norbit as well because i feel like if something like that was made today particularly from eddie murphy or even from any other comedian i know um oh who was the actor who did this I, i'm blanking out on a name there was he there was another um black comedian who did a similar movie uh with the multiple character things for netflix um, it wasn't Tyler Perry. It was, um, oh, I'm blanking out. Of, it was actually the, it was an actor from Norbit who was in Norbit and played, um, which, which I can't remember the name of, which I'll have to, um, throw in, but he actually did a movie for Netflix. Um, I think it was called family or something like that. And it had him, uh, finding multiple characters, uh, finding multiple, uh, lost family members. And it was all kind of the similar kind of fat suit type thing, but, um, they're actually, I feel like though, um, it's, it's, it's something that wouldn't really fly today. I'm curious to hear your take on that because I feel a lot of, um, movies at least like, um, style like this and even the reviews i saw on some of these films a lot of people kind of uh push it away and say kind of this is a really inappropriate type of topic to make a movie about but i feel like it would be i wouldn't say ignorant but almost really stupid to kind of see this and take it as kind of inappropriate but i'm curious to hear what you think of it yeah i'm uh i'm not really um part of the demographic that would be 
portrayed in these or offended by these. So mm -hmm. not really uh, qualified to comment, but personally, I don't have an issue with it. Although it's, it's not really my place to say, so I, I can't know for sure. Yeah. I think the thing is when watching these movies is just to remember that again, it's, it's, you, you shouldn't. And I think the people who kind of make comments like that have to be, I don't want to say, I don't know. I, I think it's a thing that they kind of have to have a worse mind than the people watching it because they're the ones who are thinking of, Oh, all fat people are like this. This is inappropriate. Cause they're the ones who are kind of grouping people into that, uh, that kind of uh, circle. But anyway, I, I think, I think it's still, you know, it's interesting. You know, the whole, I think this whole genre is interesting. I think that was the nutty professor. And that I guess was our review. So I, um, I, I guess we can kind of end it off here. I want to thank you, Derek, for coming on the show. Now I want, I want to kind of prelude to something that we're going to take on another film in future. It's not, it's not the nutty professor too, but you actually, we, we had a discussion a little bit ago when you actually brought up a list of uh, some films that, uh, that you suggested that we can possibly do. And uh, I was wondering, maybe you can give a bit of a preview to the audience of one of the titles that you suggested. Yeah. So um, this movie is probably the worst movie I've, ever seen ever and it actually has a pretty big cast it has charlie sheen and hillary duff in it it's a food fight and it is just the worst movie ever it's not even like one of those movies where you watch it because it's bad and it's funny it's just so bad that it's actually just bad now this is this film and i've actually looked into it a bit has quite an interesting history and i can't wait till we record that episode because it it is such a strange enigma of a film but i'm actually curious how did you stumble upon that oh that's a good question i think one day um the trailer for it or a clip from it was just in my youtube recommended and I don't know how it ended up there. I must be watching some weird things on YouTube. But, um, but and then I, I checked it out and I thought, oh my God, that is just awful. I need to watch this movie. So I watched it and now we'll review it so you don't have to. Oh boy, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for that. I mentioned it to a friend of mine who was into animation. I said, and I, I, I know is familiar with the film. And I said, Oh, a friend of mine uh, said he wants to review this. What do you think? And he said, "Do it, do it." So I'm, I'm, I'm particularly really excited for that. But anyway, as we come to the end of this nutty professor review, is there any closing comments you'd like to make, Derek? Um, nothing much. Uh, just that I thought it was a reasonably good movie. Um, not sure it aged that well, just because it's not that funny anymore to me. But um reasonably good and i i'm very surprised and impressed by how well it did at the box office i guess that's what we'll end off uh i, th I thank you for anyone who's listened to the show derek for anyone who wants to find you where can we find you i'm on twitter at uh derek on sports that's d-e-r-r-i-c-k on sports and that's pretty much the only place i am so 
All right. So, Will, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Absolute pleasure. Uh, we'll have that um, review we've preluded to done hopefully soon if our sanity is not drained by the time that actually happens. But uh, thank you for Derek for coming on the show. You can find the show on Facebook. You can find it on Instagram. All those places. Give it a like. Give it a follow. Support on Patreon. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. The Geo Show. Geo Show. The Geo Show. The Geo Show. And if you're looking for a good hands-off coffee experience in the Ottawa area, look no further than the Daily Grind Coffee Company. All their brews are made by machine, no human contact. Since 2018, Daily Grind Coffee Company has been providing Starbucks quality coffee at a Tim Hortons price. Find them online at thedailygrindcoffeecompany.ca.